Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Third down, they're five of six on third down. They have third and nine at the Raven 21, leading 14 to seven. That's seven minutes to go in the half. Ravens shifting on the defensive line. Mahomes raises the right leg and takes the snap. Darts a pass, their side caught by Kelsey. Wrapped to the ground at the 12. A gain of nine yards, and now Travis Kelsey with that reception. The all-time NFL postseason reception leader in National Football League history, eclipsing the great Jerry Rice. A victory Monday, another week, a couple weeks of talking about the Chiefs headed to another Super Bowl. It is Cody and Gold. Hope everybody's feeling good. I don't even have to say I hope. I know everybody's feeling good. Who wouldn't in be Kansas feeling good? City. How can you not? What's up, everybody? We have four more hours uh, today to celebrate, all week to celebrate, and then and next week we really lock in on the San Francisco 49ers. But once again, the Chiefs are headed to a Super Bowl, the fourth Super Bowl in five years, another AFC championship for Kansas City for Patrick Mahomes and uh, we welcome your input throughout the show today as always on the Jay Southland Toast Service text line 913-586-7610 this one feels even better man I'll be honest like it just does thinking back at everything that happened this year everything that happened all the doubt all the issues the mistakes this team's not good enough to get to a Super Bowl you can't play like this you can't get there this is not the year they're the most vulnerable ever all that didn't matter It didn't matter. They're in a Super Bowl, Cody. I used to try to come on the air, like in those moments, like the Royals are going to the World Series, try to say something profound. (laughs) Like, like, you know, look up Shakespearean quotes or whatever nonsense. No, 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 no. I mean, it, it is very simple to put into words. The game does. This does feel a little sweeter this year because of that. Absolutely. But also because of everything else that's with it. They're going to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. That sentence shouldn't sound as normal to me as it feels because at this point I'm just used to it and there were times this year plenty of times you and I gold were like well it's nice a month ago when the company said hey by the way if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl this year you guys are going to go to Vegas for radio and we're like sounds good man and they're just like losing to Green Bay and I'm like thanks for the heads up I guess I'll keep an eye on that in a few weeks and then no no should have never doubted not even for one second and you and I stopped the second I watched them play against Miami that's when I'm like oh I still know what the Chiefs are like at their best. And then we all pick them to beat Buffalo. Yeah, that's right. That's what they look like. And then they get to the Ravens. And for a second, I had some doubt, some thoughts that maybe, I don't know, is that a better, more talented team? And then what do we come around to? Now, one team has Patrick Mahomes and yours doesn't. And if your team has Patrick Mahomes, I'll see you in the Super Bowl. And if it doesn't, your ass better be in the NFC. Otherwise, we won't be meeting at the same time at the end game here. Which exactly the Chiefs are here again. It's nuts. I can't believe they're back in the Super Bowl again, but here we are. Think about where we're all at on Christmas Day. And 
that performance against the Las Vegas Raiders and all the discussion around that game and maybe the worst game other than the Super Bowl in the Patrick Mahomes era at that point in time. And then fast forward to here, January 29th, and now it's two weeks of prep for the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And so the the up and down, you know, very difficult at times season that it was yep. for the Chiefs. And, you know, there was even a point in time where you were for a slight bit outside of Kansas City. People were wondering, could they recover? And would the Broncos actually all of a sudden come out of nowhere and, and push for the division? It's crazy. Like oh, that, yeah. That, God, there that, was a brief conversation there, there was about at least the division. A, there was at least a conversation about that. They end up as the three seed and like, oh, man, this is the toughest path that you're going to have to go on of any team in the last, you know, decade or two to get to a Super Bowl. You're going to have to host a Dolphins team. Yeah, they're coming here, but, but still, you're going to have to host a Dolphins team. You're making too many mistakes. Then you got to go to Buffalo, and then you got to go to the big, bad Baltimore Ravens and maybe one of the best defenses we've seen in a long time, and Lamar Jackson's an MVP. I just, you know, how are they going to do it? And you said it. Ultimately, we said on Friday, the swing is Patrick Mahomes. Correct. What we downplayed and what I think still this what this entire season nationally what has been downplayed, this defense, man, like Mahomes is going to yeah. get his props because that's the that's the legacy aspect. Sure. But th- this defense, and we'll give Spags some credit here in about 10 minutes. I know we we're already planning on talking about him individually, but this team, everything, if you are a Cincy fan, a Baltimore fan, a Buffalo fan, a Jags fan, whoever the, the teams that were perceived to have a chance to come out of the AFC when the season started, held the Jets before Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And oh, all sure. of that, in a year where the Chiefs were vulnerable, sorry, Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. Doesn't matter. It, like, honestly, next year in October, we could be sitting here and the Chiefs are having a tough loss. And, man, you know, this this, this offensive line is just really, really struggling. Man, this defense, you know, they just don't tackle very well. It doesn't effing matter in September, October, November, December. All that matters is January and soon to be February again because when it matters most, the best players step up. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, add Legereus Sneed to this conversation of best players, by the way. And when it matters most, Andy Reid and this coaching staff figures it out. When you go back, it's so funny because... You might not remember all the offseason conversations because once they get to the Super Bowl and win it, we all kind of forget about what the national perception was. Last year, the national talking point is that the Chiefs were in a rebuilding year in order to build them stuff back up, right? They traded away Tyreek. They got to recalibrate. They got all these rookies in. Once they sort it, they'll be a danger to the rest of the league, but just give them a little bit of time, win the Super Bowl. Then this upcoming offseason, maybe they thought, you know what? They won the Super Bowl last year. So just as long as they did okay with all these wide receivers, maybe they'll be all right. Then halfway through the year, the entire conversation was, well, they're throwing the guys with feet for hands, so this team's going absolutely nowhere. Hell, it brought people back out of the woodwork from the Tyreek Hill trade. It did. It brought them back into the, like, Chiefs should have never done it department, and yet now still back into the Super Bowl. The offseason stuff is so funny. And also, just we're going to talk about all the little things in the game that led to the victory, including... Yeah, Legereus Sneed's play. It's an all-timer. And, I mean, it's, oh a, it's an God. all-time Chiefs it's play. Not just Chiefs Super Bowl. Like, when yeah. they do those, like, Super Bowl highlights, like, the Super Bowl's coming up. They're going to show Legereus Sneed full-blown diving into that ball and knocking it out from Zay Flowers and then no, it getting recovered by the Chiefs. Heading into this game, I'm talking, like, all-time, like, 35 years from now, Chiefs fans are remembering yeah, Legereus Sneed's play. It's, a, it's an all-timer. It's Jet Chip Wasp. Yeah. It is one of the single biggest plays in Kansas City Chiefs history, so it will definitely get its turn. I can't believe before this game. So we go into this game, and you and I both know 
that there's a difference between playoff Patrick Mahomes and regular season Patrick Mahomes and regular season Lamar Jackson to play and all this stuff. Why the hell are you sending your kicker out there to poke the bear? Who sends Justin Tucker out to try to stir some stuff up? That's the worst messenger. Kelsey's tossing his helmet to the side, the kicker. If the, I'll be honest, the second I saw that, 100% the Chiefs were winning. That's your muscle? Your muscle's Justin Tucker? That's who's bringing the heat? And that the, can't be your most competitive person on the field. Can't be your kicker. Got to be somebody else bringing juice. I, I saw some people initially, the one video that got sent out, for those that, that didn't see it, again, it was clearly initially Patrick Mahomes trying to warm up. And for whatever reason, Justin Tucker had the, the tee set up at the goal line. Because, yeah, we know they're getting, they're kicking field goals from the goal line. They don't kick um, any from the goal line. They don't, line as a matter of fact. Yeah, so I don't know what. So, and he was right next to him. He knew what he was doing. Justin Tucker yeah. was trying to poke the bear. But as you said, why are those the two, guy you're tr- two guys you're trying to irritate? Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes? And so then, yeah, Travis threw the helmets, whatever. That, and then what did Travis do? That, was, yeah. Just real quick, was Travis good in the game or was he bad in the game? He was incredible. He was oh. Hall of Fame worthy. I'm going right back to my never aging. Man's ages. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just do whatever he wants. It was... It was kind of a boneheaded discussion before the the game by Justin Tucker to try to even think that that was smart whatsoever. And then you hear from Patrick Mahomes, you know, like I, I get it, he fires at the team before every game, but you have this, like it was that, and then hearing Patrick before the game say this. Just locked in, man. Just locked in. How are you not amped up? I mean, this team, we, we wondered, you know, in the past years, are they are they just playing with their food in the regular season, all that? I don't deep down still think that's what this I still was. I think they were trying to figure they, themselves they out. They truly were trying to figure out, yeah, who, who they were as a football team. I think the key, is, we should actually give some credit to, to, to Drew's Bengals for one thing. Why are you rubbing salt for, in For one thing. No, no, it's one thing. You're welcome. Uh, that Cincinnati game changed everything for the Chiefs. Not the Raiders game where they hit rock bottom. No, the Cincinnati game changed well, that's when everything. They discovered that that's Kelsey Pacheco and Rice. When are the they right said, "Let's stop, let's stop effing around with trying to make Tony and other players who they're not in this system. Let's realize who we are to be our best in 2023, not 2022. Let's rely on Pacheco, who, by the way, had 24 carries again yesterday. All the talk about the toe. The dude had 11 more carries or 10 more carries." Uh, in this game that he had the game before and he was hurt. You know, lean into that more. Realize that you got a hell of an offensive line. Trust that. Lean into the Hall of Fame tight end. The rookie who doesn't play like a rookie at wide receiver, Rasheed Rice. All of that they realized. And to go with the defense that didn't get enough love all year. Everybody wanted to talk about the Ravens and Browns all season. The Chiefs are the best defense in football. They have been. Um, We've been trying to tell people, Nash. I know it, it always sounds like a homer coming from us. Every week when Dusty fires off that tweet and it's all of us <laughs> picking... The Chiefs, except for Rob. Sorry, Rob. Well, it's me. We'll get, that maybe, one's going to be a bit rough for you later. I think, Two o'clock's yes. going to be a bit bleak. I think today in the one o'clock hour. It's not going to be good. We're going to try to get Speck and Rob in in the one o'clock hour. Uh, the the uh, presidents of the Chiefs Haters Club? Yes, because Speck, his annual tradition of sending out a tweet that says the Chiefs just, they don't they don't have the Super Bowl vibes. Two years in a row, and, and last year they went there and won. This year they're going to Super Bowl, <sighs> and, and I, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl too, just the way this, this team is playing. We'll have plenty of time to discuss the matchup, but... Uh, and then, yeah, Rob picking picking the Ravens. We tried we tried to warn people last week, by the way, to bet the Chiefs early because that line, as much as it was like three right away, two and a half immediately, and then now it's one, you were never going to get a better line than this week. But also, the, it felt sweeter because the Chiefs line kept going up. Oh, the three and a half point dogs, 
four-point dogs. By kickoff at some books, they were four-and-a-half-point. Well, five at Circa. Five, five, five at Circa in Vegas. At Circa. They couldn't get people to bet on the Chiefs for this game uh, against the, the Ravens. And, of course, the Chiefs went outright. Patrick Mahomes now 10-1-1 one one against the spread as an underdog. Again, we, we, the Brady, Gronk, Mahomes, Kelsey comparisons and the Patriots, what they – that's exactly what's playing out again. Sometimes history does repeat itself. That's what's happening. It's happening very that, quick. That, that is what is happening right now with these two players individually, but also as a team where you can't explain it. And you're like, that dude probably has no business winning a game on paper, but the games aren't played on paper. No. You don't plug it into a computer and kick out a result. They have to actually go out and play. And that was the Chiefs. That's what the Chiefs were. They punched the Ravens in the mouth. We talk, we've talked in the past about maybe the Chiefs haven't always been the most physical team. They were the way tougher They were team. the way tougher, yeah, and more physical team. The, a lot of this comes back to the same thing, which is, again, we, we've said before, and you and I have taken this stance, that the Chiefs are the best defense in the league. Not one of the the best defense in the league. And if there was any question remaining about that, the fact that they have faced the third, fourth, and sixth ranked offenses from this season and are allowing 13.6 points per game tells you everything. And it was a delight. You know what it is? How much the team loves Spags. The defensive players love Spags. He's flexing in that video Pete Sweeney sent out after with the rest of them. They all had shirts made that said, in Spags, we trust. They're all wearing, you know, like... They're all wearing them on the sideline for me. I kind of want to get one of those shirts. I want one of those in Spags We Trust shirts. Uh, Yeah, me too. Because honestly, at this point, what question remains? They had had some of the single biggest. I get it. Patrick and Travis made a couple of big plays too. No doubt. (laughs) You think? Made a couple of them. (laughs) Yeah. But the Aminahue strip sack, even though that didn't lead to points, the Legereus Sneed at the goal line, as you mentioned, one of the single biggest plays in Chiefs history. They're getting fifth safeties, fifth safeties, getting interceptions in games. Not one, you know, like they're way down the depth chart. No Willie Gay. Doesn't matter. Just roll out whoever. We're down. Bolton missed half the year. Doesn't matter. They have been the best defense all year. And this was their, this was their, like, this was their masterpiece, right? This is their Mona Lisa of defensive efforts. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are a great offense, and they had no answers for this They did something to Baltimore that nobody has been able to do. I mean, this is, again, a very good Baltimore Ravens team, but that that was something you hadn't seen all year. An opponent have that kind of success defensively, and you mentioned it's like the masterpiece. I think, yeah, considering the stage and all of that, but Spags has put together a master class time and time again. The Ravens point totals the last 13 games, okay, with their starters in. And this th- is against really good teams. They, like, hammered the 49ers a couple I'll, weeks ago. I'll, I'll actually read all of them just because it just emphasizes, frankly, how good this defense was yesterday. These are the point totals, the last 13. For the Ravens, 24, 38, 31, 37, 31, 34, 20, 37, 23, 33, 56, 34. And the Chiefs held them to 10 10 points. It was a pure masterclass from Steve Spagnolo yet again. So in Spags, we trust. Yeah, we should all be trusting Steve Spagnolo. How the hell he wasn't a finalist for assistant coach of the year in the NFL is ludicrous. How this guy doesn't get any looks. It's our gain. Everybody else has lost. Yeah, great. And he, he looks be to be a head coach. coordinator for life as far as I care. He should have been getting another opportunity. Great for Kansas City that he's not. He's been sensational and nobody was able to do that. To, to Lamar Jackson and MVP season, what they were able to do. And you, you're right about individual players. That goes to credit Brad Veach. You got Deion Bush and guys further down the, the depth chart, stepping up and making plays. Mike Edwards all year making plays was seemed like at the time, like, okay, veteran signing, whatever. Drew Tranquil, Charles Amenehue. I mean, 
go on and on and on, man. A That's a full 53. All the focus about the wide receiver room being disappointing and everything. Uh, let's also bring up the great success at building the 53 that stepped up on the defensive end due to injuries throughout the year at times. The fact that they drafted on the offensive side even Rasheed Rice, who has turned out uh, to be a stud. And all the, by the way, not that Zay Flowers isn't going to be a good player. It was the other rookie wide receiver that everybody was saying, rookie oh, they should have drafted and stuff, was the guy that made the mistake of the game. Flowers sprints out to the near side, Sneed's on him. Shotgun position as they now shift. And they've got a wide receiver, Aguilar, tight to the right side. Back to throw is Lamar Jackson. Over the middle, caught by Zay Flowers, and lunges for the end zone. They're going to say the ball's out. They're going to say the ball is out in the end zone. The Chiefs think they have the ball in the end zone. No official has been given yet. They're going to say a touchback. The Chiefs recover the ball in the end zone. Zay Flowers caught the ball and fumbles the ball into the end zone. Mitch Holtis, of course, on the call yesterday. What a, I mean, you talk about just as big of a play. Legereus Sneed has been sensational all year. But to have the the wherewithal, yeah, no all pro, no pro boy. Are you kidding me? And this guy came up with a textbook punch out. I mean, it doesn't even get any better than that. He, so he was disrespected for all pro and pro bowl. The entire defense took it to heart. Like they all rallied around him, but the chiefs have, I mean, they have the single best cornerback duo in the league. And, I, you know, like, correctly on Twitch, right? Someone says, the, the let's, ba- let's play baseball says, hey, Burrow says, let them taunt. I've told you, I'm fine with taunting if we're going to do it. But Zay Flowers absolutely had to take his medicine. He not just taunted. Dude, he earned the taunt. He spun the ball in his face. He yelled. He made physical yeah, contact. Always got to call that. Yeah. He went maximum taunting. He didn't just chirp a little bit. He made he made sure Legereus Sneed knew. And then just a few plays later, he knocks the ball out on the half yard line. You're gonna have to watch that replay for the rest of your life. That game could have been different. The vibe of that game is very different if the Ravens score there versus the Chiefs getting the ball back. It changed the complete complexity of the end, the second half of that game. It would have been, what, a three-point game with 12 and a half, 13 minutes to go? I mean, yes. we're, we're, all of a sudden, things get really dicey. Starting um, to sweat a little. Now, the way the defense was playing, look, I mean, they, 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 they were shutting them down. But, yeah, that, that was just so massive. Talk about the full rookie experience uh, for Zay Flowers because he's a very talented player. He had a touchdown earlier in the game. Um, but to have, yeah, the taunting call and then just a few plays later come up with as big of a mistake as you can make. And this week for for a goal line fumble to favor the Chiefs. Last week, it was McCall Hardman fumbling at the goal line. This week, the Chiefs get the, the fumble forced at the goal line to swing it. And, and these are the type of plays that, frankly, at times were not going the Chiefs way all regular season. No, they were the team fumbling it. They were also a defense that really wasn't taking the ball away. If there was one even slight knock, it was that, well, they just don't force turnovers. What if, look what they, I mean, they just came up with as big of a turnover, came up with two, by the way, yep. big of a turnovers as you could possibly have in that spot. We talked a lot of, they, and this is, this is why people like the Ravens defense more. This is why they liked a lot of defenses more than the Chiefs. Was that, was just simply that. They take the ball away and you don't. Obviously, statistically, the Chiefs were just as good as any of those other teams, just as good as Cleveland and just as good at limiting the pass or limiting the run because we talked about that too. All week long, all I had to hear about is how the Chiefs' run defense is trash and the Ravens are getting ready to take advantage of it. Not mentioning that the team who ranked right next to them in the yards allowed per rush category was the Ravens. And guess who got punched in the damn mouth defensively and offensively at the line of scrimmage? And it was them. This The... 
the run by the defense. And look, I obviously Patrick Mahomes, you couldn't just win a Super Bowl with this defense. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I don't think it's I don't think it's like uh it, I don't think it's just like Peyton Manning can just will his like broken ass body down the finish line and just like he did do with the Broncos, it. yeah. But it is the reason they're playing in this game. It is as big of a reason they're playing this game as Patrick Mahomes is crazy. Is that as to say in any given year? And I don't care. Never apologize for that, by the way. For anybody, if you're like outside of Kansas City, you'd be like, eh, Mahomes is only in here because his defense. Who cares? Let him. What are you sour graping about? Because your team's never been to a Super Bowl. It's been 30 damn years. Who cares how you get yeah, there? I Tom Brady won plenty is... on the back of the defense. You don't care how good the Chiefs are. Patrick Mahomes has played nearly perfect in this postseason, and the defense has played nearly perfect to go with it. Turns out that'll get you to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that stuff doesn't matter anyway, because if we're comparing legacy stuff, which we'll have two weeks to do and talk dynasty and, and, and all that leading up to the Super Bowl in, in Vegas, the fact is that Brady also had three Super Bowl rings where his defense was clearly the superior unit and, and carried him. So like this notion that it never happened even for Tom Brady is is laughable. But you're right. I mean, the defense is sensational. But Patrick Mahomes was he was perfect, literally perfect in the first quarter. Yep. Perfect. Nearly the, perfect in the first half. Yeah, he, he was flat out sensational. And yeah, I mean, I, I think we've mentioned being in these spots before offensively, defensively, and having the leadership and, and all those characteristics and you know how much do you rely on experience versus an inexperienced bunch and the the fact that this team has been to six AFC title games and then now they're going to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. Like that stuff does matter for these moments. You know, it'll be the same thing when we talk about this matchup against yeah. the 49ers. Like it does matter that Brock Purdy is playing in his first Super Bowl. And, right? like and, and Mahomes is playing in his game, fourth. Right? You know, that stuff does matter. Look at the mistakes. Like, all the mistakes yeah. the Chiefs made in the regular season, they haven't made in the postseason. I don't think that's just, like, an odd coincidence. You know, there, there's something to be said when the pressure is on. And in this case, when a lot of people counted them out, so there, there maybe wasn't even as much pressure on Mahomes and Kelsey. But what do you do? You, you step up and make these big-time plays, and you're the team that didn't have the t- terrible penalties. Yeah, they got a couple holding calls this go-around more so than they did the first two playoffs games, playoff games, but they didn't have the three turnovers like the Ravens did. They didn't have the personal the, foul penalties. The Ravens had, yeah, four. Four, I think, personal foul penalties in this Mahomes game. They in the face. How'd they think? And they had, yeah. there were several. There weren't calls. And then the experience, like Travis Kelsey baited Kyle Van Noy oh, yeah. into the headbutt. Baited him. He did. Beautiful. Experience, man. It, it, it matters. And, and that's something that cannot be discounted throughout this run. And when they go and, and now head to another Super Bowl and are going to take on a 49ers team that – you know, has some similar pieces that played in 2019 and all that, but it, this is the Chiefs clearly are the more experienced team in that game too. It's got to be kind of weird to be. I always like sometimes in these moments I think about not just the players. Like, imagine if you just got drafted from this team like four years ago. <laughs> like you've just been on this team. This your only NFL team. Like you got I mean, McDuffie's two caught. for two. McDuffie's two for well, two. Yeah, now or too. if you're Jalen Watson or Isaiah Pacheco or Leo Chanel, all those guys are just like rolled into the league. Won the Super Bowl their rookie year. Chanel's like climbing up the side of buses right back in the Super Bowl again. <laughs> You're like, I imagine the rest of your NFL career will feel like such a bummer versus this. You're like, roll. Like, if you're caught. I mean, if they stay on the Chiefs, if you stay on the Chiefs, though, you're going to go to a couple more of these. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is 28 years old. This Get used to it, rest of the NFL. Like, we'll, we'll talk Dynasty next week and stuff. Like, get used. This is not ending anytime soon. This was, as you said, to start the show, this was supposed to be the year like last year where yeah. they're, uh, you know, they're rebuilding a year ago and this year they got all these problems. And yet here they still are. Like they are positioned still extremely well going forward with this roster, a young they're roster. Positioned better. This again was not supposed to be their 
best positioning, they could actually fix their wide receiver room a mm-hmm. little bit in the offseason. Well, they're going to. And then, like, okay, maybe, like, I still think there's a good chance Snead could be coming back, especially based on everything he's done this no, postseason. He's priority one for me in the offseason. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, before, maybe before wide receiver all of a sudden, getting the Legereus Snead contract done is, yeah, job number one. Worry about that first, and then let's figure out the rest later. But it's just, it's got to be so weird to be one of these young players just roll in the league. He's only 28. Patrick Mahomes, that's always the thing. And I know we're going to talk more about him individually in a second, but the fact that this man <laughs> rolled into the league seven years ago has been a starter for six. And by the way, in retrospect, I love you, Alex Smith. Should have been starting that first one. <laughs> no offense, but damn it. I kind of wish he'd been starting that first year too. Six years as a starter, four Super Bowl appearances, a shot for three Super Bowl wins, and his worst, we said this last week, but it still stands true, his worst season on record. If it just goes horribly for Patrick Mahomes, oh my God, what a mess. Overtime loss in the AFC Championship game. It takes five quarters in the second to last game of the year to take the man down. That is his... The shortest amount of time he makes it. It's just stupid. It's a red Monday. It's a victory Monday in Kansas City. The Chiefs are headed to the Super Bowl. Once again, of course, our red Monday is brought to you by the Xfinity 10G. Get a reliable home network so everyone can work, stream, and game at the same time. A Hall of Fame level performance from Travis Kelsey. We'll hear from him. We'll talk about that performance and someone else that for the second week in a row deserves some more love. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. after the penalty at the Raven 19 near hash. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelsey. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. Mitch Holtis on the call. Chiefs Radio Network. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. One of many great ones from Mitch Holtis. Yesterday, that was the touchdown to Travis Kelsey. I mean, that that was a vintage Travis Kelsey drive. Big-time catches throughout the entire drive. The entire game was a vintage Travis Kelsey perform. This is what he does in the postseason. This wasn't, you know, even, I know you were joking a little bit. You're like, you know, mentioning uh, about him falling off or not falling off and all that. And and the talk earlier in the season when people people nationally were, were actually calling him wash. They were dumb enough to say that which was crazy for a guy that was 16 yards away from a thousand. He's obviously at times during the regular season looked like he lost a step, but when it matters most, he's playing like the hall of fame tight end. He is think about the last 12 playoff games for Kelsey. I mean, th- these numbers are insane. We already mentioned the, the Jerry Rice record, but the last 12, his worst two games during that stretch, seven catches, 71 yards, no touchdowns. Seven catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown, and five catches, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. Those are his worst of the 12. Meanwhile, there are one, two, three, four, five hundred plus yard playoff performances in his last 12 for Kelsey. In all, his last 12 games in the postseason, 104 catches, 1,178 yards, 13 touchdowns. 
It's even crazy. <laughs> it's so stupid. Someone just did it for the Mahomes area. He's played a season. It's like 16 games. Mm-hmm. 1,500 yards, 18 touchdowns, and like 133 catches. You're like, excuse me? You're like, yeah, no, he's just pretty much like Jerry, like Jerry Rice prime regular season come postseason time. Well, and, this and, has been my stance on him. He doesn't, like, maybe, maybe he is old enough gold that he's like, you know what, save a little juice for later. Or he really did need that week off and his body was a little more beat up and those things do happen. When the lights are on, Travis Kelsey puts up absolutely, not just, not just good numbers, bonkers numbers for the postseason. He's an unstoppable force. He's making acrobatic catches again. That 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 catch on the touchdown and the third down, both. yeah, or the fourth, the down, touchdown guess, and yeah. the fourth down yeah. were incredible catches. That save by him on the fourth down was big at that time in the game too. He just made so he made so many plays. They had no particular answer for him, and it was just normal Kelsey. We're just getting ten yards a pop on you. 10 times over and there's nothing you could do. Yeah, those were the catches you, you were used to seeing. And a lot of times we hadn't seen this year, even though we had the yardage, you hadn't seen those type of catches. It, it, it looked like I keep making the comparison. It's obvious. Like it looked like Brady and Gronk in the playoffs. Yeah. It's the same type of stuff where you're like these two again, that's ha- that has to be how everybody across the league views what is happening. It's like, I thought we were done with these two guys. Yeah. These are, these are the next version of Brady and Gronk. And in a lot of categories are going to end up being better than Brady and Gronk. And Kelsey's already passed in the, in the postseason, the duo of Mahomes and Kelsey, they've already surpassed what they did in terms of the, the, the touchdown numbers and receiving numbers, which is wild to think about. And it, the, the third down play too, Mahomes even talked oh, let's I'll play this for you that Kelsey ran the wrong route and it didn't, it didn't even matter. I mean, of course, Travis ran the wrong route, so, and he ended up getting the football. Um, but uh, no, we were the offensive line did a great job protecting. I was kind of I was trying to find a way to run, but they were they were doing a good job of containing me within the, with the D line. Um, and then Travis just worked his way to get open, and when he's one on one, I give him a chance, and I threw the ball, and he made a heck of a catch. Um, but uh, I mean, he's a special player, man, and I, and I always say it. But when the lights get brighter, he plays better. Um, and that's the true uh, mark of a champion, and, that, and that's what he is. And that applies for both of them. I know Mahomes was talking about Kelsey. That applies for both of them. That third down he was referencing was the one where, like, you just he was just trying to stay alive in the pocket and buy time and buy time, and eventually he just floats one out, and Kelsey made a, just a diving catch. It was insane. They just know each other so well that they can just do no wrong. And I'll still make an argument. I can't name a single person on the planet having a better run than Travis Kelsey. His life is nuts. Oh, this last year, calendar yeah, year. Dude. Plus. He's got like the number one podcast on the planet. He's dating the world's biggest superstar, and he just wins yeah. all the time. Hosted SNL, just all these hosted things. Hosted SNL. Yeah. It's like the calendar year for Travis Kelsey is unmatched. He, he has more. He had more commercials this year than Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, it, life is good. Life, life is pretty, pretty good for one Travis Kelsey and fortunately for Chiefs fans here in Kansas City Travis Kelsey is is playing like the Travis Kelsey that's going to be the I, first ballot Hall of Famer that's going to go down as the greatest tight end of of all time that's how that's the level he's playing at again there, there were times during the season obviously he was not playing at that level and, and he's that I think what's happened here too this this explains a lot about what's been going on offensively because you complain a little bit about the second half of the Chiefs offensively I get it they didn't really move the ball against the Ravens they had the ball a bunch and really kind of stalled out. I will put some of that on Andy Reid, who loves nothing more than to absolutely slam on the damn brakes when he's got a 10-point lead against a good team. By the way, you can do it now because he's got the defense to match that kind of ability. You don't have to keep putting points on the board. You're up 10. That was the first time the Ravens had trailed by 10 since 2021. It had been two and a half full years 
since the last time the Ravens trailed by 10 to anyone at home. And that's what kind of position he was put in. But when Travis Kelsey plays like this, then you don't notice all the little things that we used to complain about or creep up about the offense. It makes everything easier. Makes MVS, who we can talk about in just a minute, down the field easier. It makes the uh, Rasheed Rice routes easier. It makes it makes everything easier when Travis Kelsey turns back into that because that's been their offense for so long. It's like putting on an old glove. Once they start firing like that and it's just, a, oh, I'm whipping it around to Kelsey 10 times and then I just got to sprinkle in everyone else. Well, it turns out that's why yeah. it works so well against Buffalo or Miami or even in the first half against the Ravens when they were really moving the ball. It's that and then just adding the fact that for the most part until yesterday with some of the penalties, the drops, penalties, turnovers, they've cut them out. Yep. That, that's, I mean, that, it, it, yes, it, it's, Kel it's, it's, Kelsey, so no turnovers. Yeah. It, it's Kelsey making the big catches again and all that, but it's it combinate it. How do you get to a Super Bowl? I think before the playoffs started and even when we were you know questioning this team and everybody was to a certain extent, you were saying, hey, if they can do this and cut out this, then yeah, then they've got a chance and they have cut out all of it. Like It's not like they just started catching balls, but they're still getting penalized. Sure. No, for the most part, they've stopped on the turnovers. Uh, they they have stopped on the penalties, the really bad ones, and they've gotten all these big-time catches. And a guy that was Mr. Drop all year has come up with two, three catches in the last two weeks uh, to seal games. We're, of course, talking about Marquez Valdez, who gets his full name pronounced, by the way, when he when he's make, making catches. Yeah, not Mar MVS, Marquez. No, Marquez Valdez-Scantling sealing wins. 19 seconds to the two-minute warning of the game. Third and nine, Chiefs at their own 46. Ravens, four-man front, playing press on the outside. Mahomes will throw it in the pocket. He's launching one long. Marquez Valdez-Scantling catches the ball at the Raven 30 on his backside. Shades of the catch he had against Cincinnati in the end zone last year in the AFC Championship game. Marquez Valdez-Scantling saving the best for last. His two catches last week and on his rear end catches a 32-yarder from Mahomes for a first down. Playoff MVS. That's what it is, huh? I wasn't play ever anticipating play playoff, playoff MVS. Just like we all predicted. The two I mean, we did kind of talk about it last week. Just like we all predicted. The two big wins will be iced by MVS. That's what's happened. He had a huge AFC title game a year ago. And this one, yeah, it's the one catch when it matters most. Give him credit for that. Everything in the regular season still applies, but uh, now I don't think it matters anymore for anybody. Worry about the off-season decision, which will be an easy one in the off-season. But for now, appreciate stepping up when it matters most. That's all you can ask for. We last week discussed whether or not MVS was going to be the award winner <laughs> for what we had eventually deemed the Frank Clark inaugural doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. Congrats on your postseason success award. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would like to officially, without even seeing the final game, bestow that award upon MVS. Yeah, he's already sealed that. <laughs> he's earned it. Man's got it. It's a lock. Look, I think the text line says it's like salt on a dish. You don't want to pour it everywhere. Just use them a little bit. I don't think that that's a wrong way to put it. I think what we realize now is what it kind of goes hand in hand with what we'd said earlier in the show, which is you and I knew this entire year. Just like I think the Chiefs kind of knew the entire year, just took them a little bit longer to accept it, that Rice and Pacheco and Kelsey were the only people in the offense that they needed to get the ball to regularly. But if they just want to toss one up to MVS every once in a while, 
Who am I to complain? How about that call, Cody? Like, I think we we all appreciate the fact they didn't just run it there and then likely had a punt. But to not only Courageous. call a pass, but it wasn't just a little dump off, and it was a deep pass designed for MVS. I mean, that that takes some, you know what, like to it does. to be able to to do that if you're Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes. Go back to the trust part of it. I mean, credit everybody involved in that play. And MVS, I don't care how he had to catch it. Like, it was a weird catch. <laughs> he had to fall. Yeah, it kind of fell back. Rear in, and who cares? He got the ball. I don't care. Hey, if that's how he has to catch footballs to make sure he actually hold on every time. Sure, fine. I think it's. It is a good redemption story. I don't think we owe MVS apologies for what no, we No, it was a terrible it's, regular it's season for him. It's yeah. a terrible regular season, whatever. But, look, we, I, I, I at times would have questioned, like, I'm like, why are you standing up for this dude anymore? Why are you all, like, MVS would be like, Patrick Mahomes would stand up for him. MVS would be like, I don't even know what you're talking about, bad season. Like, he would, he would take less accountability than everyone else around him. I'm like, God, why is everyone standing? But they stood up for him for the right reason because eventually it was going to work out. Like, they didn't want to bury the guy because they knew at some point they were probably going to rely on MVS. And again, he deserves all the credit in the world for turning his season into something. This could have just been a lost season. He could have just let the regular season stuff bury him. You know how that works. Look at like Kadarius Tony, who we can talk about maybe later in the week. He's a good example of how hmm. your season gets lost and you let it be lost forever. You just it never recover. You never come back around. And you find yourself just washing away in the loss of, like, a lost season. He was bad in the regular season and still found some way to matter in the postseason. I'll, I'll give him a ton of credit for that. He has shown up mm -hmm. in two straight playoff games to ice them on their way to a Super Bowl. He makes one more catch in the Super Bowl and it ices that one too. Put his ass in the ring of honor like we were talking <laughs> about last week. He can have he can have a center spot. Can, you know, put him where he needs to go. Man, to be a two-time Super Bowl champ, and apparently a big factor in the actual games that mattered in the postseason. Yeah, no, I mean, great for him. I mean, it's been, I'm, I'm sure it's been a brutal season for him uh, from, you know, seeing all the the discussion about his his season and then for him to come up with just massive catches. Uh, that, is, that is, you know, it's got to feel amazing if you're in his spot. And uh, he's helped this team when it matters most. So prop, props to that. And, you know, the it's weird because like, the Chiefs still, for the most part, stuck you know, stuck with him overall, right? They I mean, yeah, they the, kept the, him. the snaps were still always 70 plus percent, if not more of the snaps. So like the Chiefs still stuck with him. They made adjustments as the year went on. But overall, once it worked, Kansas City realized, okay, what his role is. They realized the role that Kelsey Pacheco and Rice need to have. Yes. And then if you look on the reverse, we haven't talked a ton about what the Ravens didn't do in this game yet. But the Ravens, a great running team. Didn't run. They had six carries for their running back, Cody. Gus Edwards, who's Wild. a touchdown machine, had 13, I think, in the regular season. Had one no of the touchdowns. Uh, uh, carry. Yeah, no, they had no touchdowns, but three carries overall in the entire game. Justice Hill, three carries. I mean, they ran the ball six times with their running backs. And I know the Chiefs play great, but that there's no way the game plan going no. in was, hey, we're going to have no. Lamar try to go cook this Chiefs secondary that's been unstoppable this year. It made no sense whatsoever. They they got flustered. Like, they did. They got flustered. The Chiefs confused the hell out of them. And then the pressure, going back to the experience part, the pressure got to Lamar, uh, literally and figuratively, right? I mean, like, it, it, they were able to dial some things up, but also you could tell he was frustrated throughout. By the way, can we also give MVS credit for the tweet of the season? Yes. The, Last night on uh -huh, Twitter, and I know uh -huh. everybody who listens to the show doesn't get on Twitter. Last night on Twitter, <laughs> MVS fired off a tweet about the bank, which is the name of the Raven Stadium. Mm -hmm. M&T Bank Stadium. With several photos of Chiefs Aholic attached to it. And I can't, I, the last person 
the last person I expected on the planet to fire off at the bank was the exact quote with two photos of Chiefs all and Chiefs gear was MBS. That was one of the single best tweets of the season. That is that is it fantastic. Is a very good tweet. I can't complain. This is not Chiefsaholic's last drive. And he believes, and we believe, that when the final whistle blows and all of the facts are known, that he is going to be redeemed in the eyes of his community, <laughs> in the eyes of his fans. <laughs> what do you, do you think Chiefsaholic? Like, do you, do you think he the, caught the, wind of it yet? You, oh, I had to. Like, well, yeah, they probably he had to. Remember, we learned that he, he listens to the game on 106.5 The Wolf. The Wolf listens on The Wolf. Get him a Nielsen meter, you know? Really boost our ratings. <laughs> Let's get I'm that. sure he found there, There's got to be. No, I think they let him listen yeah. to the game on the radio. I actually think that is a real thing. Oh, I'm talking. I thought you were talking about the. Fo- I'm sure he's seen the photo. I'm sure there's a way oh, that yeah. he is. He has got. He, he has seen the tweet. Oh, no, from no, no, no. I don't think he's seen the tweet. No, 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 no. I, no. I bet you he has. What you think the guard in the morning said, hey, did you see this tweet from Marquez about shooting? There's no, no way. But they get email. Someone might have emailed. They, they, they have access to Guys, computers. it's 1045 in the morning. You think I, that first thing I in the morning. They, it's I not, think you've seen it. I doubt it. Not yet. It's not like you and I. We wake up in the morning. We just pull up Twitter five seconds after waking up. You don't think. I, but he has access. He's probably he, already got I, I bet time. you've seen it. He's probably sitting in the, the middle area. I don't. He knows what happened in the, the game. I don't think he was, was what, shown MVS's tweet. What, 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 <laughs> Come what, on. What are the chances the his lawyer uses this to say, hey, even Chiefs players like him? Chiefs wow. players adore. If that's the Chiefs defense, then <laughs> if that's the defense, and puts you're the screwed. tweet up there. You're screwed if that's the defense. <laughs> I mean, just have seen it. Him sending that just, I mean, <laughs> I sent it to you guys immediately. I'm like, I can't, I just, I can't it's even believe good. this. I can't it's even believe good. this tweet. It's yeah. so good. I can't even believe it. We know that the Chiefs are going to take on the 49ers. The biggest story out of that game last night. I think there's two. I think one is, is that Purdy has been kind of up against it two times in a row and has managed to make the right big throws at the right time. Although one did go off a defender's chest and into Ayuk's catch. body, which is a whole nother thing. I get wanting to bury Dan Campbell today, especially because mm. this is absolutely got him there. The first one doesn't bother me. I'll be honest. The first one, that is what's gotten him there. At the time of the game, I understood it. I understand the idea of going up more scores. He was trying to win the game right then. That's who Dan Campbell has been this entire time. The second one, when it would have tied the game up, I got no explanation for that. That's one of those where even whoever you are, you sometimes need to make an adjustment away from yourself to save yourself. This is like Andy in the running game. Sometimes you have to be different. And in that moment, Dan Campbell needed to choose a field goal. He needed to choose a 48-yarder, trust his kicker to put the ball through the uprights 75% of the time, and just move on with his life. That was the one that buried them last night. And they were never going to recover the second that they failed that fourth down conversion. Yeah, the... Story of the Lions this year has been ultra aggressive. That's that's who they are. That's who Dan Campbell is. It's why, frankly, they got to the spot that they've been in. What got them there ultimately cost them, though. And you're right. The The difference was the 27-24 moment where they had a chance to kick a field goal. Now, their kicker, Michael Badgley, sucks. He's really struggled. He's so not very good. So he hadn't not, made an outdoor so, kick of that length yeah, in, like, years, apparently. So he's really struggled. So it was definitely not a sure thing. But in that spot, I think you still have to send the kicker out there. But it's hard to – this wasn't like Dan Campbell differentiated from what he did – in the season. I think I would have a bigger problem if I was a Lions fan, if that was like out of nowhere, he just started going for these. This is who he's been all year. And yeah. it, you win and lose that way. That's his style. And it, you know, 
did Lions fans deserve to go out that way? No. I mean, you had a lead and your, your team blew, gave up 20 or 34 in the second half, whatever it was. Like that, that's brutal. That's rough. You, I mean, they were yeah, kicking the Niners ass in the first blew. half. They had the Niners. I mean, even before halftime, they like could have kicked the, right Even before halftime, they could have gone up by 20, right? Instead, it was 17 at halftime. I mean, like just they, they, they definitely uh, blew their opportunity. You never know when you're going to get back. If anybody can speak to that, it's Lions fans who have waited 30 years just to be in this spot. And they were that close to going to their first Super Bowl. And they're well, next year, they're not going to be terrible, but they're going to lose their OC. You know, Jared Goff's going to get an extension, but he's not, you know, a top. He's, he's not the young crop of, you know, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Lamar. No. So it's different. It's not like you're having this guy as like your quarterback you for back, 10 years. Know. It's not like Goff is your, your top tier quarterback for 10 years. And, let's just see, and like anything else, you're going to have to start paying Goff more. You're going to eventually have to pay Amon Ross St. Brown more. You know, it's, it gets tougher. Dan Campbell acknowledged that after the game. But, yeah, Chiefs 49ers, man, just like 2019. I really wanted the rematch of the two, I'll be honest. You did? Yeah, because the the, the, two, play, the, wait, the Chiefs Lions. Oh, I thought you meant no, the no, rematch no, no. of. No, the rematch okay. of this one. I wanted, they played the first game of the NFL regular season. The NFL is rigged, scripted, whatever. Here they are, the Lions' first chance to win a Super Bowl. And the Chiefs, the perennial, here we are, bad guys. No, I didn't care about the 49ers-Chiefs rematch. Again, that's kind of like Baltimore. Those cities got more juice than Baltimore because San Francisco, sadly, beat the Royals in the World Series in 14. The Chiefs then beat them in the Super Bowl. So that city's got a little bit of juice between it. But I don't know. And, I, and I, I'll be honest, I was fine with either quarterback matchup because my logic brain says, wait, I'm going to get to choose a mm-hmm. Super Bowl opponent and the two starting possible quarterbacks the Chiefs might face are Jared Goff and Brock Purdy. <laughs> Just I'll be honest. Sign me up. That doesn't sound all that bad. I know that it can be worse because they're going through Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. They're going through two guys who finished above him in the MVP. Purdy also finished above him in the MVP, so yeah. he's really not going through yeah. that list. Mm-hmm. But I know I wanted, I wanted Chiefs-Lions again. I, they, so did I. They blew that not just because of Dan Campbell, though. They blew it based on performance. If they could just hold on to the football, you might have a different experience. Yeah, Their wide game. receivers failed them in the second half. And they also, same thing, got away from the run. Jameer, they had no answer. No, but for Jameer. I'm saying Jameer Gibbs fumbled the ball yeah, too. Like a talk about. I mean, these are, think about the two games. The rookie Zay Flowers makes the crucial mistake against Kansas City, and the rookie Jameer Gibbs makes a crucial mistake in there in the Lions' loss. I mean, that's in the playoffs. It's very simple. Sometimes those are the plays, obviously, that swing games. And, and both rookies made massive mistakes in their respective games, and in in large part, it cost their their team the game. Yeah, but I just the, the just Chiefs so are still going to be the villain. But if it was the Lions, it would have just been, I mean, it, the, the Chiefs would have been truly the most hated team in sports history for a two-week period. But because it's the 49ers, it won't be quite to that extreme. And, and we'll see. I mean, also Vegas is just, you know, the, the Chiefs angle playing in Vegas is great because they're, they're comfortable there. They play there multiple times over the last couple of years. They win there. The Raiders uh, basically are Arrowhead West typically. And the Chiefs get a practice at the Raiders practice facility uh, during Super Bowl week, which is hilarious. They've played in more. Everybody else pointing out the that they've never even hosted a playoff game before. Yes, the, yes. the Chiefs, Chiefs are, are going to play a playoff game yeah. before the Raiders. So good. <laughs> Their own stadium that they just built a few they built years yes. ago now. And there's always the, 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 the legend of the, uh, the construction worker or whatever that has the Chiefs flag yeah. buried underneath the stadium. I mean, uh, they've I, never I, lost a game in Allegiant, even though yeah. it's not their home building. Oh, God, it's so good.
I do love all of that. I'm not going to lie. And we'll have... And not just because you and I are going there. We're going to see Allegiant Stadium for the first time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Trust me. I'm fired up. I'm fired up for everybody in Kansas City, but also uh, extra fired up of how, frankly, spoiled we've been. As a show, I just want to point out we're undefeated in Super Bowls. Um, so it's not, you know, it's everybody, you wants, to everybody wants to give Patrick Mahomes all the credit. You know, we're, we're <laughs> undefeated in I Super was, Bowls. I'll be honest, I was a little surprised to see you in the AFC already, champ man. shirt. Already. I thought we agreed this is Super Bowl gear or nothing for this team now, you know? Well, no, we don't buy divisional gear anymore, but I'm glad you brought up the shirt thing. So I do already have an AFC locker room shirt. Did your mom but, buy it? But no, this one I bought myself, okay, actually. Because a couple of times you had said your mom was like, hey, yeah. I'm at, you know, I'm at yeah. Rally House. Yeah. Can I get you a shirt? Yes. No, this time I actually went out and bought one. Um, in large part because I think you do. We talk about stepping back and appreciate the run. We can't now act in like start acting like AFC title game wins don't matter. Can't be above Lamar. Come on Hunter, now, you're like, we can't do that. You got to appreciate. You got to appreciate the ride. <laughs> this this win symbolizes a fourth Super Bowl appearance and potentially a third Super Bowl win. So yeah, I went ahead and bought this. Now I don't think I'm going to buy the hoodie myself. I'll wait and see if they win a Super Bowl and do that. But yeah, I wanted to get this. I don't know if I like the design. I'll be honest. I like it better than last year's. What was what was the look the on the castle? Life? Oh yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't do it. The for castle me. though was that was that that was the, like a thing they tried to make happen like fetch. Nobody else was saying it, and still to this day nobody's saying it. So I don't was, know what that happened. That was the Super Bowl one though. Yeah. Okay, but this is, I'm talking about that oh, was the a Super Bowl one. one. I don't remember. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Super Bowl one was because the Chiefs Kingdom and the castle tie-in. This is just the one they gave to everybody and, and the all-in thing. I guess get it like Vegas all-in. It makes sense, right? The neon lights and all-in yeah, as think in the Vegas. Designs actually. It's solid. Anyway, I think it's pretty solid. People want to know about your shirt. You're wearing, we both have this. This is the barbecue rib shirt. The Guy Fieri. Guy Guy Fieri's uh, shirt, though. Yeah. And someone wanted to know the wolf on there looks like someone thought the wolf was high, but no, the wolf is blowing smoke, as in barbecue smoke. Barbecue smoke. (laughs) I mean, for the sake of the Chiefs of Holly conversation, I guess it could be something else for this one. But no, this is a barbecue-related Guy Fieri combination you know, shirt. And you know you're not off the hook. I already saw someone bringing this up. I was DM'd by three. Oh, no. Cody, I was DM'd, DM'd by three people? three people last night. And there's a text already in. People haven't forgotten. Long-standing, you owe me something. Yeah, I do. And that is an agreement we made and a bet we made mm-hmm. over a year ago for you yeah. To go to the strip club for the first time, and you kept threatening and, that if it would be in Vegas, and I said if there. the Chiefs get to Vegas, yeah. that's the time. Well, we're gonna all be in Vegas for a week. <sighs> I get it, a week in Las Vegas. Just saying, it's a long time to be in Vegas. The pressure is on. You got to make a decision. You got to either buy out your bet with something for me or the I show, owe you something, yeah. or you gotta we gotta go. Uh, can I think about it? There's also a play. There's <laughs> also a, make the decision there's yet. also a Friday night Playboy party in Vegas. Would go you to that. that as a trade? I mean, I'd love to go to that. Get yeah. us into that, I guess. Okay, that sounds uncomfortable, too. Well, Wait, Cody, better? they're not walking around nude. It's no, not, come on it just... now. It's a, it's a Playboy party, not play. They're not like, it's not like you're going to Playboy Mansion. That would be worse. Well, would it? That would be, that would be would more it? uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what I mean. Oh. More uncomfortable than a strip club. The Yeah, I would think so. Anyway. I mean, at least it would be equally as uncomfortable. I guess the, the exchange of money maybe makes a strip club more uncomfortable. Mm. Yes. The exchange of goods. Because then, yeah, that's probably it, Drew. You're right. If I got to rank it out, anytime there's an exchange of money. You're more comfortable in that Playboy Mansion than you are going yeah. to a strip club. Yes. That's good. We'll, we'll talk plenty more about our Vegas plans as we will be headed to Vegas next Monday, broadcasting live from Radio Row. Uh, we'll be doing that for uh, the third time since we've been doing this show. Awfully, awfully spoiled, awfully lucky, fortunate. And uh, what a time it is to be in Kansas City to be a sports fan, period. Up next, though, let's talk about the legacy, the impact of the best quarterback in football right now and a guy that is trending towards the best ever. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.